From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Aisha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Today on Pain to Purpose podcast, we have Killa Quap. Welcome to the show, Killa. How you doing? Nice to be here. I'm glad you um, decided to reach out to me and say you want to share your story. Um, Because I know you have some songs, you know, and they talk about your pain, your life, and things like that. So I was like, you know, let me write him down. And so happened you end up reaching out to me. Um, So today we're just going to talk about some, you know, pain and um, struggles that you have gone through and how you overcame. So tell us about some traumatic experiences that you have experienced uh, in your life. Well, I would say like the most traumatic experience, probably like the thing that probably left me traumatized the most is I lost my uncle in 2006 when I was 12 years old. And I, that's something that, that haunted me, you know, that still sticks with me to this day. And also, while I have been doing music, one thing that traumatized me is losing my best friend. I lost my best friend in 2017, so that's, you know, that's very traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And what impact did your uncle play in your life? Because I know you said that was very traumatizing and you think about it often. So, tell us about that. He was kind of like, he was kind of like a brother. He was my uncle, but him and my mom was very close. She has two brothers. That was her youngest brother. But him and her were very close. So he used to always be around, take me to the park, things like that. So when I lost him, it was, you know what I'm saying, that was kind of hard. Because me and my other uncle, we weren't as close as me and him were. So mm-hmm. things were kind of different. Okay. And how did um, his passing affect you? It was tough. I had to kind of find myself after I lost him. I, it was kind of hard. So was he more like that male figure in your life, or, or yeah, like did you have a my, dad my, growing my up? My dad, I actually, my dad, I had a dad. I still, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my dad were actually close. I used to live with him as well. But as far as, like, I felt like I kind of, in those days at that time that I, my uncle had passed, I was kind of spending more time with him than I was my dad at that moment. So he was kind of like my father figure at the moment. Gotcha. And with your uncle passing, um, what different emotions did you feel? And, you know, what different things that have you went through? Like, you know, did you go into depression? Like, what things did you, like, different emotional things? I was more so angry. Like, I used to be mad a lot of times about a lot of stuff that I couldn't control. Mm -hmm. And I think that played a big part in it. Because I kind of felt like I used to take my anger out on people who, you know, kind of sort of didn't probably do anything to me. But at the moment, it was just, it was just so hard to deal with. So I was just angry a lot of times. Gotcha. And I know you said your best friend. Um, t- 
tell us a little bit about that, what your best friend passed. And my best friend was killed in 2017 on Cinco de Mayo. And um, that was somebody that I knew since we were seven years old. And at the time he passed, we were like 23, 24 or so. And we were still like close. So, you know, it's not too often that you have kind of friends that you grew up with that young and y'all are still that close. Yeah. So when he passed, that was, it was difficult. It's still hard to deal with. And so I never had a best friend that I lost, but what did you go through with that when it came to your best friend? Like, you know, just what emotions and things you went through with that? I shut down. Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to anybody for a couple weeks. Like I shut down on everybody. And so, how do you cope with those issues now? Like you know, when they come to mind, like how do you? It's getting better. Like I'm, I think I'm dealing with it better now, because I'm kind of realizing. I start to realize now that I can't fault anybody. You know what I'm saying for that in this life. So I'm kind of dealing with it better, but it's still, it gets tough. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, and what was life like for you growing up? Uh, pretty, it was rough. I had a, I just, was my, me and my mom and we, three boys. My oldest brother was always away incarcerated. So I was the man of the house at a young age. I became the man of the house, so. I had to fill some big shoes, so. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, um, from every experience that you have went through in your life, what are the biggest things that you have learned? I know you said, think, you know, accepting things you can't control. What are some other things that you have learned through your situation in life, and just general? Just the kind of just take advantage of the opportunities that I'm given. And just take things one day at a time. Just control the things that I can control. And just, you know, that's basically how I try to live life now. Just focus on what I can control and control those things and let everything else be itself. Gotcha. So, like I said, with this show, you know, we're going to do a little thing different. Um, I have some random questions. Okay. Um, but have you found your purpose in life? Yeah. Okay. So what is your purpose in life and why do you exist and what is your mission? I feel like my purpose is to kinda show younger the younger generation uh like a positive way of going about things and kinda try to prevent them from going through or dealing with some of the things that I dealt with as far as like my anger issues and how to deal with losses and things of that nature. Mm. Okay. Um, have you did any like uh, speaking engagements where you had to talk to young men or anything like that? I've been yes, I have been the one actually before where I have did that. Okay. And what advice did you give those young men? Just kind of just be be yourself. Find just. Find your purpose and what you want to do in life and, and be yourself. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it or things of that nature. Like. Gotcha. So, um, 
I, I know I ask a lot of people this question all the time and they can't some of them can't really answer it offhand but um if someone asks you who are you take taking away all all of the titles you know being a dad being a friend being killer ball like when you take a all away all of those titles who are you and if you don't know right now, it's okay. You don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, who are you? That's tough. I would say that I'm an inspiration. Okay. I feel like I'm an inspiration. And why do you say that? I feel like I, the, 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 the aim and direction I take on life, I feel like a lot of people would look up to me and want to Follow my footsteps. Gotcha. So if you were to die tomorrow, God forbid, what would be your biggest regret? And what can you do now to make sure that doesn't happen? Mm. Your biggest regret? One of your biggest, um, what would be your biggest regret? God forbid something was to happen tomorrow. Like, what can you do now to make sure that that doesn't happen? I got, like, I'd probably say my biggest regret would probably be, like, not communicating with some of my family members. You know, you sometimes fall out with family members or friends and you just lose connection. I think I would regret that. Hmm. So what can you do? And try to change those relationships to make them better. And how would you do that? Communicating, you know, sit down, talk, mm-hmm. come to an agreement on what's really the issue or why we're not communicating, why we're not talking and we're family. Gotcha. Um, so I know you do music. Um, how did you get the name Killer Quan? Did I, did I pronounce that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you get that name? Um, so... My as a brotherhood, you know, of course, uh, some people call it a clique, but I call it a brotherhood because it's consisted of everybody that I grew up with since childhood friends. And we call ourselves Killers Tight. So we basically just, everybody took on those names like Killer Quad, Killer Zay, whatever, whatever. And once I started rapping, I just stuck with that as my rap name. But I'm actually about to change that. Mm-hmm. And um, my new rap name is about to be Qua the Star. Wow. So what made so what made you want to change it? Because I know like I was listening to something inspirational on YouTube, and they were basically saying like, be careful like what you put in the atmosphere. Like killer Qua. Like you know they're gonna think oh he a killer. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, so right. is that why you want to change your That's name? Absolutely or? why. I feel like. My name, my rap name being Killer Qua, mm-hmm. I feel like that closes, that will close a lot of doors for me in the future. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think about it on the business side, is it's deeper than rap. So, like, as far as endorsement deals, because rappers get shoe deals, clothing deals, mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff. So, I look at that type of thing, like, no clothing line is going to want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Invest in me with my rap name being Killer Qua because yeah. that is the image, like you say, Killer is the image that they're putting out. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like that's going to close a lot of doors for me. So gotcha. that's absolutely why. Gotcha. 
Um, and what first got you into music? Uh, my big brother, he actually did music. Like I the said, he was, who? was incarcerated. Okay. Yep. And he's always been incarcerated. So I was more on the sports side of things. But he was like very talented with music, but he never really had a chance to live his dreams. So I actually made my first song with him when I was 12 years old before he got incarcerated. And um, when he got incarcerated, it was just something I started doing. And I was like, I'm just going to live my brother's dream. But I was actually going through things as well. So I felt like I could live his dream as far as rapping, but put my own story into my music. Gotcha. So is he still locked away? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, How would you describe the music that you typically create? I call it pain music, struggle music. And um, what are some things that you talk about? Um, you know, I know you said pain and struggle, but like, what type of pain, what type of struggles do you, you know, you talk about? In there? I speak on, like, like I said, of course, I lost my best friend, my uncle. Speaking on, like, losing family members, friends, you know, changing people, crossing you out. Coming up as a young and, you know, not really having a lot, struggling, stuff like that. Gotcha. And I know on this road to success, um, you spoke on, you know, friends and things like that. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, when it comes to, you know, friends that you say, oh, I'm going to bring you with me. You come in, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then they start changing. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, I know it makes you feel, you know, of course, the normal human way, you know, everybody gets upset because, like, dang, I thought we were almost yeah. supposed to go together, but like, you know, how do you feel about all of that? Like, you know, when your friends start changing up? I mean... Do you feel like it's been like that from the start, or do you feel like that's because you elevate? Like, what are your thoughts? It's kind of both. I kind of feel like it's like you showing me your true colors, but then it's like, I'm also thankful for it because I'd rather you show me these signs now before I do become successful, so... You know, I can get rid of all that bad energy before I do make it to that point. Gotcha. Because I know I've been experiencing that too. So it's kind of like, it changes you. Mm -hmm. it, it really do changes you. Um, yeah. Um. So what is your creative process like? Um, and how do you get into your zone like to make your music? Do you got to be like, going through something at the moment to do it or you just sit down and just it just I just go off of vibes how okay. I'm feeling at the moment mm -hmm. like I could just be sitting on the couch and something just come to my brain and it might not be a whole song but it might just be an idea and I just jot down notes you know what I'm saying like that and how long does it take you to write a song I could write a song in like 15-20 minutes really like I really wanna. I don't know. I think I wanna get in the booth one day, but I don't know how to write. <laughs> See, like I don't know how to I, write how I feel about something, but I guess to put it in the order that it has to yeah, go. Yeah, I feel this. I just feel like it's it's just it's all about a rhythm. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like my little cousin, he wasn't. He was. He just did two years. He just came home, mm -hmm. but um, he used to always be in the studio with me and be like. Man, cuz, I don't see how y'all do this rap shit. How y'all like, come up with songs? How y'all do this? I used to tell him, like, 
You just you just putting words on paper. The same way you can sit and tell me a story and we sitting at a table talking to each other and you telling me a story, mm-hmm. just write it down on paper. Find you a rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Find you some little catchy words or phrases to put in there. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple. Now, he just came home and he rapping. Oh, wow. And he, <laughs> he hard as hell. So do you help him with it or just uh, he doing it himself? He doing oh, it okay, himself. Okay. You know, I give him pointers and though because he just started so... You know, I give him tips and pointers on, you know, mm-hmm. what direction he need to go in with it and stuff like that. But gotcha. he, he good. Now, do your big brother ever sing you, like, um, songs and you just rap it or... No, no he send me, like, every now and then, I call him and say, man, I need a hook. Mm-hmm. And he might send me a chorus, you see what I'm saying? Okay. And I go off of that. Like, he might say, what you want the hook to be about? You know what I'm saying? He'll mm-hmm. send me a hook. Okay. But that's very rare, too. Okay, gotcha. So basically, like you said, depends on the vibe. The vibe. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, who would you most likely? Who would you most like to collaborate with? Um, I want to do a collab with uh, like industry artists. Industry and I guess locally as well. Cause we have some great talent here in Savannah. And so, I listen to a lot of local artists. Okay, so locally and industry wise. Industry wise, I would like to. I would actually like to do a collab with Kodak. And why Kodak? I want to do a collab with Kodak. Cause I just, I Kodak vibrant to me. Like he on the same type of time I'm on. Like you know what I'm saying. He gonna speak his mind. You see what I'm saying. Like. I li- I like his music. Feel me? Like that's just somebody like even s- since he was younger, mm-hmm. I was always a fan of Kodak. You know what I'm saying? Like that's somebody I always said that I would do a song with. Okay. And what about locally? Locally. Mm, I um I, I would say give me two two, two people, people locally. locally. Yeah. I would uh I want to do a feature with uh, Topo. We already been supposed to do that, but I still want to make that happen. And um, let me be honest. Like, <laughs> and why like, I say I listen to it? Because I feel like we got the same type of, like our music, we going in the same lane with it. It's not so much of the, it's, it's, it's versatile. You see, it's not so much of the same thing. Because a lot of artists not just, is violent music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't. Have, it's no structure in their music, and talk got structure in his music. Okay, that's one reason. Okay. And um, I don't really know who else I really. <laughs> Nobody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Um, so what would you be doing now, like if it wasn't for your music career? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I can't even tell you. That shit saved me, stopped me from doing a lot really? that I would have been doing. I thought I would have been doing. Mm. Like now, I really don't be wanting to do nothing but music. Like uh-huh. that's like your getaway. That's my life. That's my priority. Gotcha. So, what is your favorite song to perform, and why? Uh.
it would have to be either what I was told from what I was told or it would be pain music. Mm-hmm. Those are because those two songs I feel like describe me as an artist and those are two songs that most of my supporters are fond of right there. Gotcha. Um if you could change anything about the industry, like what would it be? It's a lot. We got nothing but time. Um, I don't know if I could even change it. Just the way the way that the industry is going on with all the artists and the, the rap beefing and the picking sides and stuff like that. I don't know what, why that even started, but that's something I would change. I don't mm. like that at all. And how would you change it in Savannah? The, the way things go in the music era. I mean, I feel like we should just uplift each other. I mean... And why isn't there any? No man, I, like... I, I don't feel like no man is bigger than the next man. But that's the problem in Savannah. Everybody wants to be bigger than the next man, mm-hmm. instead of just it's enough money for everybody. You see what I'm saying? There's no reason why I should be the only one trying to get some money. And you know what I'm saying? Because we are very talented. We have a lot of talented artists on all sides of town, mm-hmm. but nobody want to work together. If you ain't from my hood, I don't want to do a song with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if if so you don't, like, it's just too much going on. And that's why, uh, that's one of the reasons why it's not too many artists that I would work with because mm-hmm. that's what come with a lot of these artists. Ain't no maturity. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. That's that's some love boy shit right there. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that makes sense because, like, I have a lot of people, like, I want to be on your podcast. You know, I'm going to see some music. And I'm like, my podcast is really, it's not about that. You see what I'm saying? But then I'm listening to it. And I'm like, you want me to be honest? Anybody? Yeah, I'm like, nothing stands out to me because everybody's talking about the same things. Mm-hmm. Like, shoot them up, bang, bang. Yep. You driving foreigns and all this type of stuff. And it's like, ain't none of a that lot of people, on. yeah, ain't none of that going <laughs> on. Like, so I'm just like, now, I, I honestly, I love pain music. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's just what I like. Like I feel like people are going through things in the world, and people need to hear. Yeah, and that's my that's my and whole that's purpose. I, I feel like I I'm you know what I'm saying. Everybody can't do music. Everybody can't rap. Everybody can't sing. But I feel like I can. So this is my way of delivering this message to these people who can't, but are going through the same things that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just for you to hear this music, to know that somebody feel your pain. Somebody going through the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's going to be all right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, what would you call yourself? Like, you know, you have little little Dirk. He called himself the voice of the streets. Um, you have, like, Trap Pastor. You know, have everybody have that little nickname for them. They're, you know, so what would you call yourself? Like, how would you describe yourself? That's kind of where I had came in with the quarter star thing. Mm-hmm. When I had, um, once I like kind of went on my first tour, I went to um, Los Angeles to the BET Awards. And that's what that's where I had got that from right there. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know. Mm-hmm. 
I really, I've been thinking though mm-hmm. of something like you know of that nature though. I have been. Okay. I just ain't found nothing. Yeah, yet. found it yet. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and what is the best advice that you have been given? Keep going. Keep going. Just don't stop. But that's easier said than done. So it is, and I tell everybody that all the time. Like y'all mm-hmm. just don't understand, cause y'all see like. I see, you know, new artists come out all the time. Like people are like, where he came from? He came out of nowhere. And me being an artist, I'm like, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. I might not have known he was coming out. You might not have known, but I promise you, he'd been grinding. You you just didn't see his grind. Yeah. You see know what I'm saying? Just because he popped out don't mean he came out of nowhere. Yeah. And a lot of people are always looking at the final touch. Like, exactly. And they get mad with you <laughs> because... They see the the finishing touch, but you don't know how many nights, like, mm-hmm. I cried. How many times like, I, I said I was going to give up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, see, another thing people don't realize, you have to promote yourself. Like, you have to promote yourself every single day, no matter if somebody, like, don't nobody wait on nobody else mm-hmm. to promote your stuff, because they have their own stuff going on. Yep. You got to just keep promoting your stuff, keep going, keep going, keep going. But when you see my final, you know, thing, don't. Don't get mad at me. Don't create your own jealousy and envy. Yep. Because you don't know my story. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I tell people all the time. Like, don't think they just pop. Because, I mean, when I do make it, that's what they're going to say. Well, who who the hell is Killer Qua? Where he come from? He made it overnight. Well, I don't mean, I, I started this, I started taking it serious in 2015. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of 2015 is when I actually started taking it serious, so. And then why, like, and why? I haven't stopped since. So, mm-hmm. so why did you like wait till then to say, okay, let me just take this thing? Did, did something happen for you to be like, okay, enough is enough? That was let just, me just go um, all in with this. Kind of like after I had went to college, I tried the college thing, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And I just, I had in my mind, for me, I felt like I'm not working all my life. Uh, 20, 30 years just to retire and still not have shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to do something. Gotcha. So I started doing it because once I actually released my first song that year, I had got great feedback. So I'm like, okay, I guess this is something that I can do. Mm-hmm. So I started taking it serious from that moment on. Okay. And um, do you have people around you that, you know, continues to motivate you and things like that? You do have those? Yeah. Okay, what about a mentor? Do you have, like, a mentor yeah. to help you? Okay, gotcha. So, what's next for you? Um, Just working on new projects, mm-hmm. releasing new videos. I, videos. I actually have a video shoot today, actually. Okay. So and what song? Uh, honestly, I don't even know what song yet. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Gotcha. I just be going with the flow. Okay, gotcha. And how can the listeners find you? I'm on all platforms, all digital streaming platforms, Killaqua, Pandora as well, mm-hmm. iTunes, I mean, I, IG, Facebook, Twitter, Killaqua, it's all the same. And then how do you spell Killa and how do you spell Qua for those? K-I-L-L-A-H-Q-U-A. Gotcha. Until next time, Came to Purpose Podcast with Thank you for tuning in to Paint to Purpose Podcast. You can find each and every episode on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, SoundCloud, and HeavyTraffic.com. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. 
Also, follow me on Instagram at underscore pain, the number two, purpose, underscore. You can also email me at pain, the number two, purpose, podcast at gmail.com.